And now, back to the Mike Caltus Show. The Mike Caltus Show on 102.5 The Bone. And Nervous Jared having a slap off. Nervous Jared just wrecked you. Look at that. I mean, they're rolling right off your face, but he's hitting you hard. He's trying. He's trying. That was a fun fight. I wish that I could have fought him with the training that I have now, but. Oh, you'd kill him. You didn't even need it then, though. That's true. You know what I mean? But it would have been nice because I think back about that gut shot, and I really wasn't putting much power behind you it because I shut didn't him plant, down. But I didn't even plant my feet when I threw it, and it still, you know, it hurt him. But I wish I could have really just laid it. Oh, you shut him down! I was very proud of you. Thank you. The best part of the whole thing was going backstage and seeing him crying. Was he crying? Oh, he was crying. Yeah, it felt so good. Oh. <laughs> what was he crying about? That he was, he was crying because his liver was coming out his butt. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. His girlfriend at the time was there, and she's like, "Ah, it's okay." I don't cry. I was like, oh. Aren't you amazed that Nervous Jared had numerous good-looking girlfriends? Yes, like for, like first Nervous Jared. Yeah, for Nervous Jared, he, cl- yeah. he kept climbing the list yeah. as he went as he changed girlfriends. That, they kept getting better looking and better. But was that last one really a girlfriend, I don't or know. was that like a roommate situation? And yeah, cause we were, oh yeah, didn't you make them I make out? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I, I, the last thing I saw of his girlfriend, he posted something on Twitter about how the one thing that hurts him the worst about the quarantine is not knowing the next time he's going to see his yeah, lady can't friend. See her. Oh, so, yeah. oh, man. You wouldn't go see your girlfriend if you're in quarantine? I would totally go yeah. see yeah. yeah. I mean, you do. I do, yeah. 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 yeah your girlfriend basically right. like, moved in with you. Oh, I wish she would. She's the best. <laughs> so, that's ridiculous. Uh, but really, think about that. Spanish is putting us all at risk. Nah, we're. You, you nah. totally are. Yeah, let's get out of Because she's doing all kinds of stuff. Who no, knows what? She is working, but she. She only goes to work and then comes back to my place. At the yeah. candle factory? And who's at no, work? Who's at work? Uh, it's just her in the office. She works at a legal office. and Just her? Uh, I mean, I'm sure the main lawyer is there. Oh, the guy she's banging? You know. Oh, no, it's man. a woman. So oh, that's going hot, Even hotter. Even better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Uh... So she doesn't work in a candle place. I'm no. still amazed by that. I know. No, no candle. She yeah. works at a law office. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't even want to revisit this. Let's just do it. <laughs> Galvin has your news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. I just clicked on this link for pool floats. Yeah. Now I'm going to see it everywhere, ain't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Dude, so my wife wanted a teeth whitening thing. That's all. That's all. You, all don't even, for the next two weeks. Don't expect me to see any of your guys' social media because all I see is teeth whitening ads. What? It is unbelievable. By the way, there's a teeth whitening thing. You know the 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 UV light or whatever it is Mile that they use. Or- but there's one that <laughs> you put in your mouth and it has light and it jiggles like oh, vibrates. I'm like, I don't oh. think that's that should be under a sex toy or yeah. something. It that? seems like a different thing. Oh um, man, I uh, I ordered a Gronkowski jersey the second that they came out. Oh, did you? And it's been like a week now. And my son asked me last night, he goes, hey, can you just see if it says when that jersey is going to come? And I was like, yeah, I go, it's been a week. It's probably going to be here any day now. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it. I looked at my order. Shipping in September. Oh, oh yeah. Why? <sighs> Who knows? 
That is ridiculous. And a bunch of stuff I order because I'm so impulsive. Then they don't. I'm like, where are those things? And I go and I read and go, it doesn't ship till May. Well, I ordered some hand sanitizer. I found a place. It was. They're like, hey, we got it and we're shipping. And this that it was in America, and that was their whole thing. Is we got it, it's in, and we're shipping it. So yeah. order it. So I ordered some, and it's been like at least twelve days and nothing yet because they they have a thing and they'll text you whenever it's oh, shipped yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. nothing. And to the point where I'm like, ah, how about I'm I just good. cancel that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I tell you what I love about our listeners? Is last night uh, Titus O'Neill, whose birthday was. Yesterday was in a uh, live video where he was cooking, and Batista was there, and some chef was there, and there. So I was watching him for a couple of minutes, and uh, I made some comments. So I was trying to get his attention, and then somebody writes, "So you guys all going skinny different after this?" <laughs> uh, yes, I love it. Oh, That's you guys hilarious. Are the best. Uh, by the way, have you seen the uh, um, Brady Gronkowski? 2020 make Tampa great again shirts. No, that's that, great. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I th- I thought that the, you guys would, you know, if you're yeah, a fan, you want to go cool. get that. Uh, what do we have in news today, Galvin? Uh, today, uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis unveiled a plan yesterday to lift the state's stay-at-home orders amid the coronavirus crisis that he calls safe, smart, and step-by-step. Here is the governor talking about that up on Bone TV. Check this out. Today, though, Florida will take a step. Small, deliberate, methodical, and based on consultation with some of our greatest physicians towards a more hopeful future. We do have hope. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. Now, I'll outline the steps that we'll be taking going forward. This new phase will start on Monday, May 4th, and will, for the time being, exclude Miami-Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach counties. These counties have seen the lion's share of the state's epidemic, but they are trending in a positive direction. I am working with them and will continue to work with them, and I do believe that they will be able to move to phase one uh, very soon. We will get Florida back on its feet by using an approach that is safe, smart, and step-by-step. What is our biggest obstacle? Fear, fear of the unknown. Fear sparked by constant doom and gloom and hysteria that has permeated our culture for the last six weeks. So we'll get to that, what he's talking about, the fear with the media and stuff. But here is how it works. So under phase one, retail stores and restaurants can reopen, but only at 25% capacity. Eateries will be allowed to seat people outside, but they will have to maintain six feet of social distancing. Uh, And elective surgical uh, surgical procedures will be allowed to uh, resume. So ladies, get your boobies in your face and stuff. Uh, But schools, bars, gyms, hair salons, nursing homes, and long-term care facilities will remain closed until further notice. Uh, people should continue to avoid large gatherings of more than 10 people and don masks whenever possible. That's uh, according to the governor there. Yeah. So uh, how are they deeming opening restaurants but not opening everything they're else? They're opening restaurants, but they're just opening them at a 25% capacity, which... And- is and not seating people there. outside. Yeah, right. Yeah. You can't sit inside. Is that the whole? No, no, no. Thing? You can, but just it depends uh, on where what it is. But the thing is, is that um, I don't know what they're. I mean, it's a very, very slow start because twenty five percent of a restaurant's capacity is not paying its bills. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not gonna. It'll it'll help a little bit, but it's not gonna right. Keep the but afloat. you gotta start it slow and yeah. do that, and like you say, saying, step by step. I mean, I, I'm gonna tell you, I, I'm all in support of restaurants and hospitality people and all that stuff but i don't think that i'm going to a restaurant anytime soon i can tell you that i don't think so either no no 
when I went to Publix yesterday, I think I was one of two people wearing a mask. Really? Like, people were just, like, done with it. I was I, surprised. I didn't wear a mask yesterday because I went straight to Publix and I didn't have one on me, which was uh, interesting because Dylan, our engineer, had sent out an email that they had masks for us here, and I wish I would have seen it, but I had to get some stuff. I had to go straight from, from work because I was bringing it to my in-laws. And I didn't, uh, I didn't have a mask. But you know, I mean, I think I all, I practiced social distancing. I yeah. went up and down the aisles the right way, and I stayed away from everybody. I did the best I could. It's not that I'm blowing it off. It's just that it, it, I had to do what I had to do. Yesterday. You should definitely, if you have, like, uh, do you have an actual mask or no? Yes. Uh, so either that or the buff or whatever you have, leave it in your car. Leave yeah, one in your yeah. car. That's well, what I've done. So have I. But I actually took it out to be washed because uh, okay. it needed to be clean. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it was my fault yesterday, but also I wasn't like, hey, everybody want a hug? You know, uh, it's still to me, I mean, like, this is not changing anything. And, and we're like, we're, I'm very fortunate that I've worked through this entire thing. I get it. I, I see what other people are going through, but I can't right away, can't get on board with this. Just, hey, tomorrow, Monday, everything's back to normal, you know? Well, it's slowly opening, and this is probably why DeSantis' announcement came as 350 new cases of COVID-19 were confirmed Wednesday in Florida, along with 47 new deaths, bringing the state's virus-related death toll to 1,218. More than 5,400 people remain hospitalized with COVID-19. That's according to the uh, state health department. So my only question is, if they're willing to open up restaurants at 25%, why are they not willing to open up other um, facilities at 25%? Like bars like, and... Well, not bars, but like gyms and hair shops. salons. Please. Well, he, I mean, he said that. He addressed that yesterday. He said, I haven't had a haircut. DeSantis said, I haven't had a haircut since February. Still I know. Looks great. I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah. I look a little bit like a beetle in the 70s. <laughs> so how... But why is that not on the same level well, I would as say, a restaurant? I would say gym... You have people who are breathing heavy, yeah, who are sweating, circulating who are, air. you know, you're doing a Touching lot of the that equipment. stuff. Yeah. yeah, the equipment, you'd have to have somebody there all for every piece of equipment to wipe it down. Jim, you know? I, Jim I get, like, that because that's a lot harder to All right, to let me shoot down your next question. What yeah. else you got? <laughs> but, but, uh, beauty salon. Beauty salon, like I said, but they sanitize all their tools. Like, they have the little gel thing that they put in their scissors and stuff. I agree, but they're right up on you. Yeah. But if they're wearing a mask yes. and stuff, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm what the what, reasoning behind that is. That's my only question is why are, because restaurants are technically still running. They're still doing takeout orders and stuff. So mm-hmm. opening up for people to sit down, how is that? I, I agree a with necessity. you. Necessity. Yeah. I, haircuts I, are a necessity. I mean, I, I definitely, I agree with you. And that, and those people are out of work and people need haircuts and goddamn, my wife's hair is getting gray, man. I mean, we need to do something soon. And. That's that's it. Like that could be your only job is yeah. you're a stylist or you know that's what you do and then you just can't do it anymore. My what friend, are you supposed to do now? The the girl that cuts my hair, she just opened her salon this year. Uh, I think at the beginning uh, of this year and then this all happened. Yeah. yeah. And I was like that is just Well, hard I think to about swallow. that a lot of different businesses, yeah. restaurants that just opened or anything uh, you're like, "Come on, cuz you know, you're opening a restaurant, you have to be able to afford to yeah. lose money the first year, but not like this. I so. mean, our friends who b- used to bring us food every day, Gershies. Mm-hmm. Gershies, ju- yeah, it's just difficult. open this year, and it's uh. such great food, but like this, you know. He's doing takeout. Hit him yeah. up. Yeah. Do you think opening the restaurants to 25% capacity is going to mean more people are going to go? Like, wouldn't you already have gotten takeout anyways? Now you're like, oh, well, I can I, sit down there. I'm going to go. I think people think that they're going to go sit down there. And- yeah. Because they want something to do. Yeah. Like, Maybe. people are just so 
bored. They just want to get out of the house. So now that things are opening, they're just going to go do it. To but get you're out. only going to be able to uh, sit down with people who are in your house, right? right. In your household, like yeah. your family or whoever. Which that, I don't know if people are going to be lying about that or not. Probably, well, yeah. Because those those are like the beach rules, right? You have to stay yeah. six feet apart unless you're Correct. in the same household. Mm-hmm. But how do they know? Right. You know? Yeah. Open the damn bars, people. Yeah. No. I'm with you, Gia. I'm with <laughs> you, man. No, no, no. Sick of Slow drinking by yourself. Uh, yeah, I got, you got to open the damn bars. What yeah. are we doing here? If I can get a beer and a haircut, that's all I really need right now. Uh, so uh, Governor Ron DeSantis met with uh, President Donald Trump, and he was talking a little bit about how he said the fear-mongering and the media and stuff. Here is uh, what Governor Ron DeSantis had to say about that on Bone TV. What have the results been? You look at some of the most draconian orders that have been issued in some of these states and compare Florida in terms of our hospitalizations per 100,000, in terms of our fatalities per 100,000. I mean, you go from D.C., Maryland, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, Illinois, you name it. Florida's done better, and I'm not criticizing those states, but everyone in the media was saying Florida was going to be like New York or Italy, and that has not happened because we understood we have a big, diverse state, we understood the outbreak was not uniform throughout the state, and we had a tailored and measured approach that not only helped our numbers be way below what anyone predicted, but also did less damage to our state going forward. Hey, you did a good job. You represented well. He's ready to fight. Yeah. Yeah. But, he, but I mean, he's on a big platform there, I and mean, the whole world's looking at him, and he's sitting there boasting about, you know, the state because the state's numbers, they were showing it uh, during his, his conference, too, compared to what they expected to come. They are 60,000 respirators. They used 700 of them. You know what I mean? He's like, uh, we're, we were way below... But it, and he was crediting it with, with people paying attention and doing what they were supposed to do. And it's because they shut it down. They shut down the beaches. They yeah. closed everything. So now I feel like them opening stuff up, you're asking for the numbers that they're predicting. Well, well, you know, hopefully people, if people still follow through with the instructions that go along with slowly opening up, then we should be fine. Well, uh, in the Tampa Bay uh, Tampa Bay Times, they released an article yesterday that the Florida medical examiners were releasing coronavirus death data live uh, as it was coming in, but the state made them stop doing that, and they said that the state has made them stop releasing that information for the past nine days. Because is it accurate? Do they know so that all these people that died uh, are definitely had corona? That's, they the, know? that's the counter argument, but the argument that the examiner's office is saying is that, yes, the, da- the data is accurate, and it was being released live, you know, up to date. Which would lower the numbers because they're being suppressed. Right. And that's the thing. The the past nine days, the the Florida Medical Examiner's Office has not been able to release their information. And it does contradict a little bit of what Mm. our governor is saying. And I know there was a big thing also about the unemployment. Florida unemployment has been way higher than really and really terrible as far as people being able to get unemployment and stuff. I'm staying home. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But it feels a little bit like you're on the 10 yard line and you're celebrating. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And somebody's going to come and whack the football out of your hand. Mm -hmm. You know, Uh, this is some good news. The FDA is set to approve the first drug to treat COVID-19. It's an antiviral med called Remdesvir. Is that right? Yeah. Remdesvir. Uh, I don't know if that's correct, to be honest with you. Uh, Test found it can uh, cut the recovery time from 15 to 11 days. Nice. So it's four days less of suffering. (laughs) If you're suffering where you hear these people talk about it, how they feel like they couldn't even take a breath, that they felt like they were dying the whole time. Uh, Dr. Fauci uh, says that uh, it'll create a, quote, new standard of care. That's nice. So that's some good news coming out of that. Uh, Last month, the White House announced uh, its social distancing guidelines, branding it 
30 days to slow the spread. Yesterday, President Donald Trump said he won't be renewing those guidelines, which expire today. Uh, They'll be fading out as governors take over. So he's not going to renew that. President Trump also said that uh, plans to start, he plans to start traveling again, which hasn't happened since March. Uh, He's going to head to Arizona next week, then Ohio, saying, quote, hopefully in the not too distant future, we'll have some massive rallies and people will be sitting next to each other. That'll be cool, but uh, it's going to be hard to get all your people to go out and vote if they're stuck in the hospital, man. I watched a uh, uh, Real Sports with Brian Cumble the other day and they had uh, the soccer tournament that was going on and they were over in Italy and they said that they knew about it. And people still went and, you know, 70,000, 80,000 people, whatever there. And they were calling it game zero because people who had it and and they showed it. It was unbelievable. And one guy who got through it, he and his wife had it and got past it and stuff. They were talking about it. And he goes, I look back to that. And he goes, it's just so crazy because of you think about soccer, them celebrating, grabbing each other and ah, screaming in each other's face. And people, you know, just all in that area, just Boom. Boom. And they showed where the soccer stadium is, and it, like, turned red, and then it just went and covered the whole boot. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, Los Angeles is now the first major city to offer free coronavirus tests to any resident who wants one, even if they don't have symptoms. We're not doing that here? I thought we we were doing it I don't know if they're free, though. Yeah, uh... Oh, maybe they're not. Yeah, I, heard I say anybody that wants to get tested in Hillsboro. Yeah, yeah, anybody who wants to get tested can get tested. You don't have to be showing symptoms. You do have to, I think, set an okay. appointment or whatever. But I don't know if they're free. They're saying Los Angeles is the first major city, right? So, okay, yeah. Uh, will more companies let people work from home? even after the crisis is over. I mean, it seems to be the smart way to do things. I mean, I, I don't know how less the production overhead. is. You're less overhead for sure. But, I mean, you know, if business is running well, why wouldn't you? Yeah, and there are certain companies that already do that. My sister-in-law, what is my sister? what's my brother-in-law's wife called? Brother-in-law's wife? Yeah. That's not really my sister-in-law? Yes. Your brother-in-law's wife, So, but it's not your sister? That's your not my sister-in-law, sister-in-law right? Because it's my wife's brother, so he's my brother-in-law. Right. And then what is his wife called to me? I think sister-in-law. I don't think so. I think we've had, not you and I, but I've had this conversation I think before. we may have had this conversation. So my brother-in-law's wife is my sister-in-law. No, Your- my sister-in-law is my brother's wife. Hey, Siri. <laughs> what do I call my brother-in-law's wife? If this says oh. her name is Anne. It's, <laughs> it's either your sister or your sister-in-law. Oh, okay. You looked it up? Yeah, I Googled it. I oh, you got put, two choices? Yeah, I literally just put into Google, what is your brother-in-law's wife called? And okay. it says your brother-in-law's wife is either your sister well, or what about your sister-in-law. This? What is my wife's brother's wife called? Well, so sibling-in-law. It refers to the sib- the sibling of one spouse or the spouse of one sibling, or less frequently, the spouse of one spouse's sibling. I call her Shirley. <laughs> There's too many. What is my wife's brother's wife called? I love when you look something up, you talk like Keith Morrison. <laughs> Why don't you that, have a seat? Oh, that pesky DNA. <laughs> Uh, you can call her by her first name. <laughs> See? Yeah. yeah, when referring to her for clarity, you can say, Jane is my brother-in-law, John's wife. John is my wife's brother. Yeah, she's nothing. Anyways, she 
works from home and from on the road. Already? Like she, no, she always has. Right. Yeah, she always has. The company that she works for, uh, she has her company car, she has her laptop, and that's what she does. Like, she doesn't go in the office. I would say maybe she goes in the office once a quarter or something like that, but she's just on the either on the road or at home doing all this stuff, and they get it done. So the question is, will they still do that? Uh, they say almost definitely to some extent. Uh, not everyone thinks that's a bad thing. A new survey talked to a 1,000 people who'd never worked from home before the virus hit, and a majority of them want to keep doing it. Of course you yeah. do. You don't have your boss over your right. shoulder. And Car- you can wear sweatpants to work. Yeah. Like, remember- we get to already, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that don't. Carmen, remember that little girl we talked to on the cruise? She worked for a bank, and yeah. she handled, like, VIP <laughs> customers. Yeah. And she worked from home. So she went and bought an RV. And she travels because she, she's like, tomorrow I want to go to Colorado. And she can just go to Colorado in the RV. Can do the work from she there. she can do the work from there. Yeah. So she can just travel on the road. I think that's, that's great. great. She was young, too. That's great. Yeah. So 57% said they prefer to continue working from home in the future. 48% think they're more productive at home. And only 29 said, 29% said they're less productive. Those are the people that are on the couch with the chips and dip and they're like yeah yeah, yeah, i'm working i'm totally working uh 76 of people working from home right now are using zoom or other video conferencing apps on a daily basis a lot of us do have co-workers 68 percent uh at least one uh said at least one other person in their household is also working from home right now uh they say they do miss their it department though because of uh, glitches and problems and trying to hook up stuff and they can't figure it out they need the it guys to do it uh, uh and 54 percent of new at-home workers uh said they've had to upgrade their tech in some way like replacing their computer buying a printer or upgrading their webcam because you may have a laptop that doesn't have a webcam on it or you may have a older laptop it has a grainy webcam. That was the thing. I had to go get my son a webcam so he could do school. Or oh, the printer. Webcam, yeah. Like you were talking about with the printer, you buy a printer and then it's obsolete in like two seconds and you, the, the ink costs $4,000. I, I, I bought ink, put it in, printed two sheets, and it was like, you're low on ink. Yeah. yeah. I just bought ink. Ink yeah. is ridiculous. That's how they get you. They give you a printer for $100. Yeah, it, there was, I saw a thing the other day, and the guy was trying to print something, and it said, I'm sorry, you're out of maroon. And he goes, yeah, I don't need it, just black and white. And it's like, sorry, you're yeah. out of maroon, not yeah. printing it, <laughs> not yeah. going to do it. Uh, there is a, this guy, these guys kind of stole your idea a little bit, Mike. Oh. Yeah, a little bit. But they're helping out, so it's a good thing. A sparkling water brand called Liquid Death is running a promotion called Belch for Bars, and they're donating $20 per burp to the U.S. Bartenders Guild. Uh, you just have to post a video of yourself burping with the hashtag belch for bars. And the brand says uh, they think people might uh, just be timid about posting videos of themselves burping. But they say go ahead and do it because they're going to donate up to $250,000 okay. if people do it enough. And they actually put out a little promo video, which I thought was pretty good. Uh, since the uh, name of the stuff is called Liquid Death. They used a little death metal, and they used a lot of people burping, and we have it up on Bone TV. Check it out. Here we go.
stole from me. Uh, that they're donating to a bartender. Like to oh, help a bartender. I, I was like, I didn't come up with a bourbon thing. You didn't catch that part uh, in the beginning? Sorry, I did. I didn't. Yeah, I know yeah it's Bells yeah. for Bars, and yeah. they're donating $20 per burp to the U.S. Bartender Guild. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. My question is, is because they put a limit, wasn't it like $250,000 yeah. is what they're going to do? Okay, so just donate the money. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, but they're promoting their yeah. thing. It's yeah. a whole, you know, it's a whole thing. And they say they'll they do up to 250000 because if people go crazy with it, and they're like, uh, we don't have $10 million. Money. You know, they say we want to go. But I like how this ends. Listen to this. There's juice in that one. Our hospitality worker of the day is Sarah Beth. She worked at Bay Pine Sports Bar. She is a lovely mother of three, and uh, she is the sole provider for those three kids, and she does not have a job right Oof. now. So if you would like to help her out, uh, it's Sarah Beth-Vaughn on her Venmo, which I secretly disguised as VMO today so that Instagram couldn't catch me. Oh, did that work out? Uh, it worked. I don't know if that was the problem. Uh, but uh, thanks to the folks at Tito's Vodka and Team Farrell and Astadam, and of course you listeners, we're keeping this going. And keeping, uh, you know, getting some money into these people's pockets. Very nice, yeah. Out, so. Time where they really need it, too. It's up on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, a news anchor in Spain was caught cheating when a partially naked woman walked through the background during a live segment from his house. Oh, man. I'm going to go fake fish on fake this Fake fish one. on this one, too? Okay. Because they say it's a naked woman. Uh, it says he had a fight with his girlfriend earlier in the week, and she was staying somewhere else uh, for a few days, and then this girl was in his live shot and stuff. But if you watch this, they say she's naked. Uh, we'll show the video. Go ahead and show the video, Joe, and you're going to see over his left shoulder uh, there will be a girl that walks through right there. Yeah. Let it play, Joe. They go slow motion. She has a top on, and she has shorts, and the shorts just happen to be like flesh color. All right, well, uh, do it again. Do it again and pause it. Because it looked like she was pretty naked to me, but it's because she walked fast. Uh, Joe, just let it run because it'll sh- but show will, it. Will this, mean that, will this mean that he was cheating or there just happened to be a, a girl there? With Could that, just happen to be a girl there. She's not naked. All right, so watch this. Watch her top. She definitely has a dark top on, and then her shorts look like flesh-colored. Let it, right. Joe, uh, just let it go. Let it go. Let it I go. know. So you, I can hear you talking from here. <laughs> <laughs> See it? Yeah, it looks like she's wearing a flesh-colored skirt or shorts, yeah. Okay, oh. so she's not naked, but she definitely... Uh, but she's, she's over there. there. You know what I just mean? Just so you know, in the video, they literally slow it down four times. Oh, so you can If see you it. just let it play, it'll slow it down and show it in slow motion. But I don't know why you keep stopping it. Anyways, she has... Look, look, totally has a top on, and those are shorts. The shorts are just the oh, same yeah, color as the wall. yeah. So, I mean, there's a girl over there. Uh, you Maybe you get him on that, I guess, whatever. But it's not a naked woman walking through there. You got me excited for nothing. <laughs> uh, a survey asked 2,500 people, do you ever talk to yourself? So I will ask you in the room, do you ever talk to yourself? Oh, all the time. All the time? Yeah. Like where? In the car? In the house? Anywhere. Yeah? Yeah. I Are you asking it. yourself questions? Are you working stuff out? Working stuff out mostly. If I'm asking a question, I'd go, why did we do that? <laughs> or you see something like that. A lot of times you'll see something and you'll be like, what is this? What is going on here? Yeah. You know, doing that type of stuff. Carmen, do you ask your talk to yourself at all or no? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I spend a lot of time by myself, so 
Sometimes you just got to, like, say stuff out loud or go over things. Like, I imagine you make food and you're like, oh, this is delicious, you know? Oh, like, 100%. I'm like, mm, I'm, oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm a good cook, guys. And I'm then so I, smart. Yeah, and then I look around and I'm like, you know what? I should try this again just to be safe for myself. <laughs> I uh, stopped and got pizzas on the way home yesterday uh-huh. and surprised my wife and son with pizza. Well, and there's ours. Uh, it, you're not part of my family. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I came in and I go, there's a pizza party out here. <laughs> and must have said it at least 100 times. And what happened? Uh, no, they knew. and they. But I just kept on doing it. And I was telling my dogs, I was going, Vader, there's a pizza party out here. <laughs> and then I'd be eating some pizza and I'd go, got a pizza party out here. <laughs> so annoying. But I definitely talk to myself. I definitely talk to myself. Oh, yeah. Like I'll ask questions or do something. But especially whenever I see things, I'm like, what is this? Uh-huh. What are you doing, weirdo? Uh-huh. Uh, so 42% of us uh, say we talk to ourselves out loud. Another 43% said yes, but only in their head. And only 15% said no or that they weren't sure. For some reason, seniors are twice as likely to say they never do it. I would think seniors would do it more. Right? Uh, and women are much more likely to talk to themselves out loud. 48% compared to 36% of men. I know I've told you before about the receptionist at the radio station I used to work for who sounded like uh, one of Marge Simpson's sisters. <laughs> and she would, I, the door, like the uh, studio door would be open and I would just hear her going, I know I had paper clips. <laughs> oh, no. All, That's like go? that guy who killed his, of course I killed him. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, yeah. The wispy voice killer or whatever? No, no, no. no. Oh. The, the, guy, the confession guy. The, the jinx. What is his name? He, uh, Durst. Yeah. Robert Durst. Yeah. Of course I killed her. He, oh. has anybody, you've seen that talking around Is that where he's like in the bathroom? The and they yeah. Kinda, yeah. This is not a spoiler. You can still watch it, but it's out, been out for what, six years yeah. now or yeah. something. Uh, Robert Durst, who is a very, very rich family in New York who owns a ton of real estate and he's crazy and he supposedly killed his wife and all this different stuff. Well, they're doing a documentary and he agrees to it, which is always a bad idea, especially if you kill somebody. It's a yeah. bad idea. Yeah. They're going through all the stuff. He's denying it, blah, 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 doing everything else. They kind of catch him in something and he's like I need to take a bathroom break well he goes into the bathroom and he's still mic'd up and he's talking to himself I would imagine in the mirror and he's like of course I killed her they know I killed her but I'm not going to tell oh. him and he says the whole thing oh. and that's how he got busted oh. which by the way his trial has been pushed back since uh, coronavirus, coronavirus? Yeah. That, I mean God can you imagine the first time you're going through that footage and you hear that what did he just say? He was also living in New Orleans, killed a guy down there, uh, cut him up, everything else, whatever. He was living as a woman what? down there. Yeah. So Wait, people said, wouldn't know who he was. You said they got the audio from the bathroom? They got the audio. He had a mic on. He went into the bathroom. He had a mic on his lapel because they were questioning him and talking to him oh, during okay. the documentary and stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, that, and then he also got busted, I want to say, at a Walmart or some sort of store for stealing a uh, hoagie. Jeez. And he had, I, I want to say, over $5,000 in his pocket. Oh, like the guy was a multimillionaire. Crazy. And this he stole a sandwich. Went while you're on, like, out on bail for oh, a yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not too bright. That's just the guiltiness. Yeah, like, oh, totally, totally. Uh, this is one of those things where you're like, man, just one of them I would take. Why doesn't this happen to me? A Colorado man who ended up with a pair of identical Powerball tickets saw his gamble pay off when each won 
One million dollars. Oh, wow. Lucky. Yeah, the Pueblo man uh, identified as Joe B. told the uh, Colorado lottery officials he generally buys uh, one Powerball ticket with his own selected numbers and then a few other tickets as quick picks. So he has his numbers that he uses all the time, then some quick picks. Uh, the player's two tickets bearing his own numbers, which uh, turned out to be a million-dollar second prize winner, earning him a jackpot of $2 million. Uh, we have a picture of him up there with both checks for a million dollars. How nice is that? That's awesome. Good for I that really guy. Is good, man. $2 million is a perfect amount, too, because he can relax. He doesn't have to give anybody any money. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't have to give anybody a million dollars because right. I only got two. Yeah, you get $400 million, everybody wants a million. Right. $2 million, you're like, this is mine. This is I'm retired, and yeah. uh, I'm happy with I'll that. buy you dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, once everything goes back to normal. <laughs> uh, so ESPN's block of weird programming, which is also known as the Ocho, uh, it kicks off Saturday at noon with Thor Bjornsson. Do you know who that is? Uh, is it one of those tough man guys? It's the mountain from yeah. Game of Thrones uh, okay. uh, trying to break the world deadlift record. Other events will include cherry pit spitting, robot <laughs> fighting, and Japanese monster wrestling. Awesome. I think I'd be good at cherry pit spitting. Yeah? You yeah. try it out. cherries. By the way, here is a picture of Thor with his regular sized wife. I know. Yeah. She's so tiny. He must rail her. Oh, could oh, you yeah. imagine, Carmen? Yeah, no. Her insides <laughs> are not well. <laughs> no. <laughs> He, Wouldn't it be great if you had a tiny little wiener? I was going to say, he's probably <laughs> uh, not proportionate. Oh, I, I, I don't think you could be. He's listed at 6 feet, 9 inches, 425 pounds. Lord, he's, all, he's all muscle, too. Right, yeah. yeah, he's not a fat guy. Good for him. Good he for is her. giant. Yeah. He is giant. Her butt must be so sore. Oh, my God. <laughs> could you imagine your daughter bringing home that guy when she's 20-something? What do you do? you got to just like, shoot him in the face. You shoot him in the face, he spits out a bullet and laughs <laughs> yeah. at for real. Like, you, there's no way. Yeah, you're, I mean, he may be a super nice guy, but you got to be thinking he's just destroying your daughter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, know? you cannot use the big show's line on him no. if he brings, if your daughter no. brings him home. Yeah. You want to go, you want to ask your daughter, though, or you don't ask her, you don't want to go, why are you always in such a good mood? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> why are you always uncomfortable when you sit down? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why do you walk like that? Yeah. Uh, why do you walk like you just got off a horse? <laughs> Uh, for whatever reason, and there has to be a reason, and we should probably find this out, Amazon's Jeff Bezos is building a giant clock inside a mountain. Have you guys seen this? Yeah. We've yes. talked about this, right? Yes. It's going to tick just once a year, chime once per millennium, and work for 10,000 years. So far, it's not done. So far, it's cost $42 million, which, of course, he laughs and why at. is he yeah. doing this? We don't know. Uh, There's some video of the clock up on Bone TV, what it looks like in the mountain. They're building it. $42 million so far for a clock that we don't know why he's building that. Are we all going to be able to hear it? Is it a doomsday clock? I don't think so. That's what I'm thinking. Like It's got to have to do something with something. You don't just go, hey, let's build a weird clock. Well, the conspiracy is that this is the front for him building his bunker in that mountain. And that's what he's doing. He's building like a huge underground. Bunker Does anybody have a problem if he builds a bunker? No. Well, I think the like the conspiracy theory is that there were a bunch of millionaires and billionaires that all bought super yachts, and they were built to be done this year. Mm. Bill Gates being one of them, and then Jeff Bezos. This was, I think, supposed to be done either this year or next year, uh, and that's just builds into that so they're all trying to get the hell out of here while the world falls into pandemic. So basically. What is it? Time traveling is real. They all know we're going to end, so they're Something all preparing like themselves yeah. Yeah. to 
has, live on. It has its own website. Of course it does. The clock. <laughs> the 10,000-year clock. And what is the click? Like, does it tell you, like, what it represents? Like, each click and We're building being? a 10,000-year clock. It's a special clock designed to be a symbol, an icon for long-term thinking. It's of monumental scale inside a mountain in West Texas. The father of the clock is Danny Hillis. He's been thinking about and working on the clock. So it seems like this project is either separate or it already existed. And, Three years? Yeah, and Bezos. Yeah, there it is. No, this is the same one. Um, he, this is a really big project in multiple ways, and there are many partners who are helping make it a reality. It's it's not just Bezos. It's uh, Applied Minds. It's uh, the Long Now Foundation. Hmm. Uh, Penguin Automated Systems. Swaggered Brothers. Seattle Solstice and Machinist Inc. They're all doing it together, and no one is saying what it is. Why. Right, yeah. The clock will activate and run uh, once a year on a predetermined date. It's solar noon. We are planning to build the animations. But, but, but why? Yeah. I don't know. That's the question. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out. That it's I supposed to be symbolic. Uh, I was looking at this. Uh, so if you invested $1,000 during don't even, Amazon's don't, don't IPO. Yeah. No. So $1,000 in May of 1997, your investment would be worth $1,341,000 as of August 31st. Wow. Yeah. That's according to CNBC calculations. I want to know if you would have invested in Zoom before oh this God. pandemic, right, yeah. what right. it would have been to? Because well, you know, I always think about it. If I went back to like ten years old or something, I would totally all my money, and I would try and convince my dad to invest in Apple. Microsoft, Apple, Apple yeah. Walmart, Amazon. Am, well, Amazon once it comes out, eBay once it comes out. You know those different types Uber. of things. Think how much money. Yeah. I mean, you would only have to do like three of them, and you'd be like, "Yeah, I'm done." Easily, yeah. Because you know? if you put in, say, you put in fifty to a hundred thousand dollars into it, yeah. you know, you'd be. But then, but the be- the good part about that is when you start doing that, then you're now in the circles of people that are investing in IPOs, and you'll start getting like all you know the newsletter be like, "Oh no, all the information." Yeah, yeah, and you got you're just in that circle now. Okay, crazy question because now I know all of us do like investments and stuff, but we do it on our phone or mm-hmm. on the computer. Back then, before technology, how would you invest in something like that? You would call yeah. stockbrokers. Stockbrokers used to, like uh, Wolf of Wall Street, mm-hmm. they used to cold call people and be like, hey, we got a great investment idea for you. But if you knew and you were up on it and you had the newspaper and you had the Dow, the ticker tape and, you know, that type of stuff, so you'd, you'd, you'd definitely have to do go a little bit further than we do now. We can just look on our phone yeah. and see saying, everything. You, you call and then you send, like, you send in a check? No, yeah, you, would, you would wire money. Yeah, money, money yeah. transfer. Uh, do you want to hear Jeff Bezos talking about the clock? Sure. Yeah. The clock is invented by a brilliant uh, man named Danny Hillis. He invented this idea way back in 1984. And the idea is it's a symbol of long-term thinking. It's literally a mechanical clock of monumental scale being built inside of a mountain in West Texas, not far from Blue Origin's New Shepherd Lodge site. And, um, it, you know, it sort of, you know, ticks once a day and, you know, once a century and the cuckoo comes out once a millennium, that sort of thing. And um, it's powered by day-night thermal cycles. It will keep time for 10,000 years without human intervention, um, it, uh, which is very hard to do. Um, it's, uh, it has to be solar synchronized and synchronizing with the sun over 10,000 years is hard because the earth processes and so you know even solar noon changes and all of that has to be taken into account. Um, but that's all been worked out by this brilliant man named Danny 
and, uh, oh, and there's actually a big team working on the clock now. Um, and uh, it's a symbol. So my view of this is that um, if you think about problems that you would like to solve, let's say that... I, I don't know. It's- I There's think he's no doing purpose. it just so he has his name on something that's right. going to last forever, and he's like, in this cool? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a, it, it becomes like a Mount Rushmore yeah. kind of thing. And they're like, it's going to be $50 million. And he's like, oh, King okay. just gets his wallet. Yeah. It's $50 million. By the way, talking about stock and all the different stuff, this always blows me away. Ronald Wayne, do you know who Ronald Wayne is? Tell me more. Ronald <laughs> Wayne could have a lot more money than he Oh, man. Is Victoria's Secret guy? No, this is uh, after spending a mere 12 days with Steve Wozniak and oh. Steve Jobs, Wayne had his name taken off the contract for Apple and sold his shares back to his co-founders for $800. Uh, today, what, would, what would they be uh, worth today, uh, you ask? Uh, $2 billion. Oh, you say $2 billion. $50 billion. You say $50 billion. Oh, my God. 80 you say eighty. Ninety-five billion dollars. Wow. Uh, he sold it for eight hundred dollars. If he would have just held on to it, it would have been wow. worth ninety-five billion dollars. That guy kills himself. Two years ago, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that, that guy was in two thousand eighteen. Yeah, he doesn't kill himself. <laughs> so mean, what does on. he do? Yeah. Uh, he kills himself. And his or his wife kills him. I mean, he for all we know, he made a bunch of money. I mean, you know, and yeah. did well and stuff, but... Uh, I feel like this story ends with, and then we never saw him yeah. again. Yeah, he just ate a bullet. Yeah, you know? Let me see, Ronald Wayne. Let's I noticed see. you brought cheesecake in. I did bring some cheesecakes in. Mm. Tom uh, heard you guys talking about it and talking about the happy hour and all that stuff yesterday, so he brought everybody some cheesecake and some alcohols, if you guys would like to take some. This is in the red room. Cheesecake. Mm. Cheesecake. Uh, by the way, his net worth is uh, $500,000. Oh, oh that hurts. Sorry, Wayne. Yeah. 76, 1976, he sold his shares back for $800. They would have been worth $95 oh billion dollars two years ago. Whoa. So it would probably be over $100 billion. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know? Wow. He cries at night. And just a oh, he cold shower. 10% steak and apple would be worth more than $95 oh. billion. Dollars. By the way, it's hard to cry with a gun in your mouth. Yeah. yeah. Just so you know. <laughs> Uh, Tommy Lee from Motley Cruz says he is sick of people asking for his autograph, then selling it on eBay. He says, quote, I'm done doing fan mail. Those of you who got my signature, I hope you enjoy it and appreciate it. And those of you that are selling it, you can go after yourselves. <laughs> I, I wouldn't care about that. Well, he's probably just like, what am I answering fan mail and doing that whenever they're all just going to put it up on eBay? Great. Like if you, if my signature is going to fetch. Well, I guess if it's for like a company, I would care. But if it was for like a kid and he's making fifty bucks off it, I'd sign one a week for him. But but I, I'm thinking like if they're fans and they're at the show, you see them, you're connecting with them, you sign it and stuff. You're going to sit at home and be like, all right, I got to from yeah. two to, from two to six, I got to sit here and sign fan mail so these idiots can sell it for fifty bucks yeah. a pop. I don't know. I saw Kid Rock complaining that he doesn't want to take pictures of anybody anymore. He's sick of taking pictures. He's yeah. like, "Why? I'll go out there and I'll do a good show and I'll say hi to you at a meet and greet. He goes, but please don't ask me for pictures anymore. I don't want to take pictures. I was like, what do you got to do? You stand there and fake smile for a second? Yeah, what? Yeah, but you think how many people are like, uh, you know, awesome and so great to me, and then other people are ungrateful because he's been there for an hour and a half and he's like, guys, I got to get on the tour yeah. bus. And they're like, you're the worst. Screw yeah. you, you know. I like, I like him. 
I like. I think they should all do that idea where they have a, a company take the photos for you, and then they give you a number, and then you can go download yeah, it. Yeah, that's that what way Rush you don't did. have to fumble around with your phone. Or that's a big crap, part of it. You know? That's a big part of it. Or just take a picture of yourself in a green screen, and then give it to people and be like, "Here you go, put yourself <laughs> oh, in no, there." Yeah. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> Knock yourself Honestly, out. Yeah. Uh, like most bands around the world, Guns N' Roses find themselves currently locked down due to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. The band posted uh, postponed a uh, bunch of dates, which have been planned for the spring, recently announcing scheduled uh, rescheduled dates slated for November. But we have some good news. Duff McKagan says Guns N' Roses are working on new music, and you can expect an album by 2033. <laughs> <laughs> 2033. I think he's making a joke because yeah. of the Chinese democracy yeah. and all that stuff. So it would be we, nice if they came out with a couple, just one or two songs. I'd be happy. Totally. Yeah. I mean, now with the age of digital and stuff, and you right? just throw it out there, I think that'd be great. Uh, what's his name? Machine Gun Kelly's doing like covers every week. He's yeah. doing a different uh, cover and putting it out there, and it sounds great. Yeah, yeah he's, he's good. He's really talented. But it's also, like, yeah, he is. He's talented for... guy. But also, you have the ability to have a studio in your computer that's yeah. better than 100% of anything that was ever put out in the 70s, 80s, 90s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy how far technology has come. My son is making beats on his computer yeah. with a program that costs $9, and they sound like anything any rapper oh, yeah. can rap right. over. It's amazing. It's it's just so easy to do now. It's just like, uh, you know, you want to be able to do a podcast or do voiceover work or something. Well, I need a $400 microphone. No, you don't. Yeah. You can get a USB microphone that's decent and yeah. then do everything in the computer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's really, uh, technology has come so far. That's why bands can just record yeah, and do whatever stuff. Our buddy Justino, listen to how oh, great that stuff sounds really that sounds they're great. doing. You know, he's putting out different uh, Alice in Chains. He did CYK the other day. He was doing a bunch of different stuff, and it sounds fantastic. Like, if you had that on your radio, you'd be like, yeah, this is recorded in the studio. Totally fine. Uh, Did you see this about your buddy David Wells? Well, what is it? Getting in a little fight. Recently? Yeah. No. David Wells is quite familiar with Kurt Schilling (laughs) as they both played on the same team and against each other during uh, their respective careers. Whatever friendship they might have had back then has since gone down in the dumps since retiring because on Wednesday, yesterday, a Twitter user asked Wells if there was one player. By the way, Wells has been very active on Twitter. I don't know if you've seen lately. Yeah, he's shown his uh, his trophy room and all that stuff. Did you see all those guitars and everything? He has the Hunter bass that Paul McCartney plays, yeah. signed by Paul McCartney. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Uh, he's he, got a ton of stuff. I did it. He had all that stuff when he lived here. He had a room. He'd go upstairs in, in his house, and there would be, he had like a game room with video games and pinball machines. And then there was a bridge that walked over from uh, his video game room to like a bar that he had built upstairs. And just, he just had rooms with guitars in them from, and, not, and like a, a Jimmy Page guitar. Uh, and and, these, and he's a big fan too. He's of a huge rock. fan of music. Yeah. And we'd go to all these concerts, and like uh, the artist. And I mean, keep in mind, he was one of the biggest. The Yankees, when he pitched his perfect game, and those are the years when the Yankees were the big greatest team in sports. They had yeah. the biggest winning record. And we would go there, and these artists wanted to meet him so bad. And he was such a nice, humble guy. He was there as a fan, not as like, hey, I'm also, you know what I mean? So they would sign stuff for him. He's got a Lucille signed by B.B. King. Wow. Yeah, he's got a lot of great stuff. Would they, like, invite him backstage, like, yeah. not knowing he was there? Someone, like, tell him and be yeah. like, oh, hey, go grab him. The promoter him. would be yeah. like, right. hey, uh, David Wells would like to come backstage, and they'd be flipping out, you know. Springsteen. 
uh, but McCartney, uh, he's they all uh, and the That's best is when cool. he was in New yeah. York. He was friends with Billy Crystal, and Billy Crystal used to take him on the set of uh, Analyze This when they were filming it. Oh yeah, and he'd be like, oh, I was, he'd tell me I was in the trailer with uh, De Niro today. He's not very talkative. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, a Twitter user asked David Wells if there was a player who played in the same era as him who was quote generally disliked by most other players and wells did not hesitate to call out kurt Schilling. really yeah we actually have the tweet up on bone tv uh he has it he immediately just said Schilling. Schilling. Ah. well he's so ballsy he doesn't care then joe i sent you another one i don't know if you have it no big deal but uh Schilling wrote back in response on twitter at least tag me uh, at least tag me, you little bitch. Oh, yeah. But, but he, why? He wasn't trying to start a fight with Schilling. Somebody asked him a question, yeah. and he just answered it. Yeah, but uh, that would be a nice punch out. Yeah, it would. <laughs> <laughs> we get that yeah. done. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Let me tell you. Who uh, wins in that fight? Wells is way bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Wells, Wells is, is a big guy. Yeah. Um, I don't. I haven't seen Schilling. Last time I saw Schilling, he looked fat. So yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why. I think that's great that uh, that he called him out, though. I love the people who have the balls to say what right, they think. That's right. one of the greatest things about him. Uh, ironically, I was just watching this Jimmy Fallon video. Jimmy Fallon's doing all these Tonight shows from his house. Where he's interviewing <laughs> it's people. funny because when I was reading that story and that came up, and I was like, "That's weird." Yeah. He uh, was interviewing Adam Sandler, and they were talking about um, the night before Wells pitched a perfect game. He was out with Jimmy Fallon, Horatio Sands, Lauren Michaels, and somebody else, and they were out until 5.30 in the morning. And then Wells not only pitched the next day, but pitched a perfect game. Crazy. That's, that's amazing. I mean, that's yeah. one of the greats what legends are made of. Yeah. You know what I mean? When was the time where he wore the uh, Babe Ruth hat? That was was that right around that time? Or? season, but in the beginning of the season. Uh, yeah, that was that was hilarious. He had Babe Ruth's actual hat that he bought at an, at an auction, and he said to... Uh, Joe Torrey is like, I'm going to wear this. And he's like, no, you're not. And he goes, you got to stick to the uniform. You can't wear that. And he's like, I'm going to wear it anyway. And he went out there, and they kept it on for a whole inning. And after the inning, they made him change it. Because a few things. One, why would you want to wear Babe Ruth's hat? Like, that's a piece of memorabilia. You don't want to sweat in it and do all that stuff. Two, I'm sure the league and the team both have rules about what right. you have to wear. Yeah. You know, and They did, and it was great, and it got him attention. And So let me tell you what's the best about that. He buys that hat. I mean, you got to look up the numbers. I don't know, but he buys a hat for forty thousand dollars, wears it during the game, sells it for like two hundred and forty thousand. Oh, that's funny. Does he not? Did he not wear that hat during the game? It's not worth nearly as much as it is, right? Because it's such a hat. thing. Yeah, it's such a thing. Yeah. So you know, he it was a smart move. Uh, I'm trying to see what the price was. I uh, bought the hat. Let's see. To he sold it to raise money to renovate. Uh, San Diego High School Field, by the way, which yeah. was very nice. So he bought it for thirty five thousand. But then wow. what he sell it for like a hundred thousand? Uh, I don't know what uh, what it says. Uh, oh, he it surpasses two hundred twenty five thousand. It says. <laughs> so the, uh, I mean that's that's the thing that's that's the move right there. Yeah, that's pretty smart. You make it worth way more than it's already worth. Yeah. Uh, so finally in news, Wait, let me just tell you the best part about it. I used to go to his house when he'd go when he lived in Palm Harbor, and he'd be like, uh, "I gotta go clean my office out, Tim. Do you help me out?" I go, "Oh yeah, 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 I'll help you out." Because I'd leave with boxes full of. Yankee stuff, baseballs you, and stuff. You gifted me a uh, brand new pair of uh, Adidas running oh, that shoes. Gave me? Yeah. yeah, that I re-gifted to my brother Jeff yeah. because I think they were either too big for me or too small. Yeah, but I, I gave them to him and I go, "Those are from David Wells." Yeah, <laughs> and then the best is yeah, he had these. He has these things. You can see it on his Twitter. He had these these custom cabinets built, and inside the cabinets were tiered shelves so that he put the baseballs on them. You could see them all. 
And he'd go, we went in there one time, he goes, you ever see a Babe Ruth ball? And I was like, never up close. You know, I never saw everyone. And he goes, here's three of them. Wow. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's pretty amazing. He had a baseball by every president. That's good. awesome. Uh, so finally in news, uh, Rolling Stone compiled a list of songs that have seen double to triple, triple their growth in downloads since the quarantine began. Uh, they have the uh, top 20. I have the top five here. What Songs I that, that grew uh, in sales. People are downloading, yeah, because of quarantine. I will tell you, most of them have kind of a quarantine thing Related. to do with them. So, yeah, if you can try to figure some of that stuff out. Uh, I have the top five here. Any guesses? No. Some is the COVID-19 breakdown? No, that no. one is not one of Phoenix. them. Uh, this comes in at number five. It is Mad World by okay. Tears for Fears. I'll tell you this, they're mostly older songs. It's There's one newer one. The End of the World, is that one of the songs? It's the, the R.E.M. song. The world, R.E.M. song. It's it. the end of the world as we know it and I feel fine. Number one. People like Spanish and Joey who are probably drinking tequila, dancing around to this. Uh, yeah, it's the end true. of the world. Uh, <laughs> let's see. This is one which I've heard quite a bit. It's probably had so many downloads uh, because of, uh, I think it's been in a lot of commercials and a lot of, you know, our frontline oh, heroes yeah. and this and that, whatever. But this is a song called Rise Up by uh, Andra Day. Because you hear it in all the commercials. Days, heroes aren't only wearing capes. Soon we'll be back to normal. Restaurants will be opening. Stop, By the way, that's breathing on each other. That's maybe the greatest thing a singer can do. I love that crack in the yeah, voice. Nice. Sia does it a lot, but she does it right here. Listen. That's so yeah. good, man. She sounds like a very good singer. I'm not familiar with a lot of her stuff. Uh, that comes in at number four. Number three is a uh, band that I got to be honest with you, I'm not very familiar with. I know the name of the band, but I never listened to their stuff. Uh, it's Joy Division. Uh, Isolation is the name of the song. I think I don't believe any of this list. You don't believe the list? No, I think they're just picking songs that have isolation or something in it. But that's what probably people are doing, going through and doing uh, that. Here in My Bedroom by Goldfinger. No, <laughs> that is not in the top five. Maybe in the top 20, though. I'm not sure. Uh, so Spanish guest, REM, number right. one, it's the end of the world. Uh, we had number five was Mad World by Tears for Fears, Rise Up there, Isolation by Joy Division. Number two, think about it. Think about with coronavirus and people around, what do you want? When people are near you, you probably say this. Spread out. No. Don't stand so close to me. <laughs> the police, don't stand so close to me, comes in at number two. I don't want to hear any police if it's not driven to tears. You infected weirdo. Basically, it's a song about Sting's going to bang one of his students. Uh, so, uh, oh, 
REM jumped 110% in streams for a total of 5.6 million during from March until April. God damn. 5.6 million in one month. Is Tiffany's I Think We're Alone Now in there? Oh, I don't know. I only have the top one. Oh, that was it. By the way, I saw, um, I watched Yard Sale somethings. What do they call those things? Fair. Yard pickers? Not yard, not yard sales. The um, uh, flea market. Flea market. Flea market war or something like that. Flea market flip. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, maybe? it's a show. <laughs> that yeah, yeah it's probably a show. And uh, Tiffany came by and oh, yeah. bought one of the chairs from Lady. And then apparently she bought a chair from Lady before and ate it on the way over there. Oh, oh, Tiffany? oh, oh Tiffany. I think Yeesh. we're alone fat well, now. Yeah. What I mean, is Tiffany's name? T- Tiffany. Tiffany. Tiffany Fat Bottom. Tiffany, Tiffany, well-rounded. Uh, Tiffany, Tiffany Singer, Darwish. Let's see, uh, Tiffany Darwish. Now, yeah. but I mean, she's got to be. How old is she? Fat, <laughs> fat, <laughs> fat. Let's see. Now, just because somebody's old doesn't mean they're gonna be fat. But I mean, people get. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. oh, hello. She actually looks really good here. I don't know what this is from. I mean, she did look good. She just was porky. Yeah. 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 So. Yes. Uh, I saw Visani Comedy Theater is doing drive-in comedy. Mm-hmm. I hope that works out. Yeah. Drive-in. How are they doing? So it? they have a huge, you know, in the in the big par- castle that they have, they have a big parking lot. Okay. So they're setting up a stage out back, and then you would park out behind there, and they're gonna have a PA and all that stuff. I had never heard of the comedian that's doing it. I think you're much better to try it out with somebody that people want to come see, you know? Like a big name? Yeah. But, but then they would have to, like, fly in, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you can fly. You oh, can also sure. drive. Frank Del Pizzo is there. I don't know who that is. The Piz? <laughs> Frankie P. Frankie Pizzo? Yeah. Oh, you want to hear him? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> it's him talking. Yes, I do. I want to hear it, too. I'm excited for it. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Frank Del Pizzo. I'm a comedian here at Visani's in Port Charlotte, and we got a great thing going on. We are doing restaurants for a cause. Oh, well, I don't know <laughs> if he works there. And that was so loud in my head. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody! Oh my God, that was so loud. Uh, that is it for news. All right. So, like, are we just gonna stare at those? Are they gonna? Are we gonna Please, eat some? Help yourself. Are you help me. I, I'm I don't. Help- wanna, when's the last time I helped myself? Help me. Help you. Help you. Help me. Uh, we got to take a break. Galvin, you said it. I don't want a whole box. Just put it on a plate. Oh, Jesus. Just eat one with your hands. Get out of here. Come on. It's good. I'll, uh, I'll you it. teased it yesterday. I did. We have my favorite game to play. Guess who's tweeted it? No. No. Who's tweeted it anyway? <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? What is my brother, my wife's brother's right. wife's name? That's going to be a new game. Identify the member of your family. Who's tweeted uh, we got anyway. Who's tweeted anyway? We'll do that next. You're listening to The Mike Caltis Show on 102.5 The Bone. And now, another bone traffic update from the Safe Touch Security Traffic Center. Still working to clear a wreck, and this wreck is in the clearing stages finally. I-4 westbound on the ramp to 275 southbound. That's off to the right-hand side. I was watching a disabled vehicle southbound 275 south of Dr. King. That was in the center lane. I have spotty delays all over Tampa Bay. That is rain-related and crash-related. I have three different crashes reported on 275 between the Howard Franklin Bridge and I-4. All of those wrecks are out of the roadway. We have several wrecks on 275 southbound around Hillsborough Avenue. Those wrecks as well out of the roadway. That's Waste Traffic. I'm Slater on the Mike Calta Show. 
Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.